Good morning, 640 here on News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. And joining us as he does every Thursday morning, we have Wes Moreno. He's the Escambia County Administrator. Wes, welcome back to the show, sir. Hey, good morning, Andrew. How are you? Oh, man, I'm always doing well. Good to talk to you as always. And on a non-meeting day, so we're both breathing a little easier today. <laughs> a little less work for the both of us. Sure enough. Sure um, enough. Nevertheless... You, you guys had a pretty rough week this week. Uh, you had an employee that tragically lost his life in a tree trimming accident. And uh, you've had a lot of conversations. I know about this, put a lot of stuff out in the media. Uh, but I just wanted to give you a chance to you know, talk about that incident and talk about what you all are doing moving forward in terms of uh, you know, employee safety and protocols and uh, basically anything you want to say on the subject. Well, yeah, unfortunately, we did have a tragic incident. Um, and it was it was sad. I went and met with the department on Tuesday morning early. And you know, we always drive try to drive home safety. We do so many things in Skimmie County, and sometimes we take for granted, or we get, uh, you know, we just get lackadaisical sometimes in our approach to how we do our jobs. But we do a lot of things in Skimmie County that are dangerous. And public works is one of those areas. We send heavy equipment on the road every day. We're working on the side of the road in the rights of way, which is one of the most dangerous places that you could possibly be working. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of things, a lot of things that you need to do to be safe. You need your work zone safety. Wearing and utilizing your personal protection equipment, uh, that's a big thing. And... uh, uh, you know, unfortunately, the, the gentleman that passed away Monday morning, uh, he wasn't wearing his harness. I don't know why he wasn't wearing his harness, but uh, it was a tragic accident, and, uh, you know, we feel for the family. I, his co-workers, I mean, I, I, he's been out there for 20 years. I worked with him, and uh, it was it was just a sad, sad, sad incident that happened Monday morning. So, you know, we we met Tuesday morning early, and we tried to drive home uh, safety, safety, safety. you got to be safe. Set your work zone up. Use the right tool for the right job. Uh, wear your personal, wear your eyeglasses, your eye protection. Wear your chainsaw chaps. When you're flagging traffic, don't turn your back to the traffic. I mean, there's just all kinds of things that sometimes we just... You know, you, you've been doing this for such a long time. You get, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Well, you know, it, all it takes is once. All it takes is once. Yeah. And so what I preach to, to them, and, and whether you work in corrections or wherever you work, your number one job every day is to go home. It's to go home. It's to go home. And it's not a guarantee that your number one job is to go home. So... We buy the personal protection equipment. We preach safety, and so and you can't you can't have somebody standing on top of you twenty four seven. I mean, we you know when you were working out in the field, you, you, we put trust in you that you're going to do the right thing as far as safety goes. So uh, yeah, it's been a bit huge. It's been a huge uh, emphasis, uh, I know, if you will, on on safety this week, and unfortunately. Uh, it's a it's it's a tragic tragic event that's kind of called us all together. And, and you know, I, I know you, you want to do it. I was gonna say you you've Sorry, worked in dangerous things, you know, your whole life, uh, working on road and construction, and um, we all know that every 
extra bit of thing you do to be safe is annoying and inconvenient. And that's why it's so easy for us to cut those corners or, you know, I mean, in talking to Ryan Jenkins, my farmer, I'm always, you know, he's always talking about how, well, they do this to try to make it safe, safer. And then we do this to work around it because that's super inconvenient to do that way. You know, like that's unfortunately, that's mm-hmm. the way these things go. And, you know, as you say, um, nobody would trade five minutes of inconvenience against their own life. But that's because your calculus in your head thinks that, it's, well, it's not going to go bad this time. And, you know, I've done it a hundred thousand thousand times before. Uh, and it hasn't gone bad, so I'm going to be okay this time. But it's that one time you don't account for when, you know, the tree branch whips back at you because of something slip or whatever, you know, and horrible things happen. Right. Um, I also wanted to ask you, I know one of the big things that we're working on is um, the OLF8 project and getting that contract deal in. And uh, Beulah Town Center had kind of come back with a revised proposal. You got into a two-week negotiating period that started last Thursday. So we're halfway through that already. Have you and Allison uh, Rogers County Attorney had a chance to meet with the folks from Town Cent- Beulah Town Center yet? Have they given you a contract that you can work on yet? We've not seen an actual contract, and that's what we're waiting on, is uh, a contractual offer, and we've got the letter of interest. And the letter of interest, I mean, that's, that's great, but the devil's in the details. So we want to see right. the actual contract and actually what's being offered in, in the all of all of the things that, that make it up, you know, the, the hard money, the length to close, time for due diligence, all of all of the things in the contract. That that's what we need. That's what that's that's so we're still waiting on that. And okay. when we get that we'll we'll peruse through it and we'll get our offer, I'm sure. And again, that's gonna include things like the actual purchase price, the uh time of due diligence, mm-hmm. how much of the money, as Stephen Barry likes to say, goes hard as in is actually at risk. Uh, you know, come the six months or anything like that. And as you say, <laughs> the details are going to matter. Uh, I'm just, you know, if we're a week into it and we haven't seen any of the details, that concerns me a little bit about, you know, well, it's only a week left. <laughs> so, I, you know, I want to see something happen. Well, I, think I, I do work. know that I work. I mean, I did have a conversation with Fred Hemmer uh, last Friday, I think it was. After the meeting, okay. And so I do know they're, I, I do know, I do know they're, they're driving on it. I do know that. Okay. And so I, I, I really do expect to see it fairly soon. Okay. Well, and even if they don't come back within, you know, even if this doesn't get resolved within the week, I mean, that doesn't, I mean, you can still negotiate after that. It's just, this is the protected period or whatever. So, um, I know the county's always busy doing stuff. I personally, my wife and I have been biking in Orange Beach and, uh, we've been driving through the Perdido Key area kind of every weekend and we see the multi-use path that's really coming on. So kudos to your folks. I mean, that's fast. Like I saw them preparing right away to be constructed on and all of a sudden it's like it's all built on. So uh, that's really good. You had a couple of uh, kudos attaboys you wanted to give out also. I think one for FPL. Yeah, I want to, I just want to shout out to FPL and Rick Byers particularly uh, for their assistance Monday morning and helping to clear uh, the accident scene. There was a a large tree kind of wedged in the bottom of the bucket truck. We weren't sure how we were going to get it out, and um, I called Rick. I said, "Hey, man, you think you can help help us out?" And, and as always, Rick's always very helpful. And uh, he called me back to this lady. He says, "I got a supervisor in route, and uh, we we got our tree folks, you know, coming to take a look." And they they actually were were very <laughs> helpful in getting that tree out of out of the boom of our of our bucket truck. So I appreciate that. And then personally, uh, we've been dealing with uh, a sick puppy uh, this week. Uh-huh. 
uh, very sick. And so I just want to give a shout out to Dr. Cornette at the Animal Hospital of Beulah. It just, man, those guys, they're so awesome up there. He, he's awesome. His staff is awesome. And I just wanted to uh, just give him a shout out this morning, let him know how much I appreciate everything he's done for us this week and uh, for our puppy this week. Uh, he's just a, a, just a great, great veterinarian. He's just one of the best. You don't necessarily need them all that often, but when something's wrong with a family pet, man, having a good vet, and there's a scarcity of them, that's why the good ones are in such high demand. Um, and I understand that. That's that's fantastic. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry that you're going through it, but I'm glad you have a resource that uh, is uh, giving you some, some comfort in that difficult situation. The Summer Youth Employment Program applications just began, right? They did, and they just began, and uh, you know that's always a successful program uh, for for summer youth. Uh, it gives them an exposure to, to local government and and different things and experience a work experience. You know, get up in the morning, come to work, uh, do the things you need to do to be successful, and hopefully we can uh, mentor them. And some of them we've hired, some of them we've hired on permanent in different areas of the county. Uh, but if nothing else, hopefully they, they get a good experience uh, as they move forward and an experience that they can look back uh, or, you know, just find their direction, if you will, as they, as they move on into uh, permanent employment as they, as they, uh, as they mature. I'll right, that. right. Uh, you know, so it's a good thing. No, it's a good opportunity. The city does a similar thing. I know, you know, it's, and I, I like it. I like the idea of giving kids the opportunity to do something during the summer that might expose them to a whole career field that they didn't know might be a, might be appealing to them. We've got uh, it's Gulf Coast Rip Current Awareness Week. Um, you're working on uh, enhancing water safety on Pensacola Beach. You've got the lighting ordinance for the Barrier Island lighting ordinance, pretty key. Uh, this is tonight, and there was one on Pensacola Beach uh, last night. Uh, sorry, two nights ago, and then the um, uh, the Beulah Master Plan open house is tonight, right? It is, yep. That's another charrette uh, for the Beaver Master Plan. So we encourage folks uh, to, that live in the area to attend and provide their input so they can have a say-so in, in how things move forward here in Beulah. And there's not necessarily a lot of people that come to these, so uh, if you have ideas, you have more leverage because you'll be one of the people who are there, and that's you know that's that's a good thing. Uh, Wes Moreno, he is the Escambia County Administrator. Wes, as always, thank you for the time. Thanks for helping run our county, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right. Thank you, Andrew.